serving fans throughout the Midwest and even more around the world. This is the Show Me Sports Network. The following is an exclusive broadcast property presentation of the Show Me Sports Network and is a high-fidelity, all-digital broadcast. This broadcast is copyrighted by the Show Me Sports Network for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast without the Show Me Sports Network's written consent is prohibited. It's time for Area High School Softball on the Show Me Sports Network. This is the Area High School pregame show on the exclusive home for Area High School Softball, the Show Me Sports Network. We'll recap last game's highlights, set the stage for first pitch, all while we get set to bring you the exciting play-by-play action of Area High School Softball. The biggest and absolute best coverage in mid-Missouri is on the air as the Show Me Sports Network broadcast crew are ready in the broadcast booth. Exclusive pregame coverage of Area High School Softball is brought to you by... Avon with Michelle Carty, Boone County Journal, Centurion Cares, Eddie Goodell Society, Pond Custom Laser Engraving, LLC, Last Sentinel Firearms, Retrieving Freedom, Sawdust Studios, and Zealous WBGT. The excitement is building in the stands, and the tension is rising in the dugout as first pitch is just around the corner. You're listening to exclusive coverage of area high school softball on the Show Me Sports Network. Now let's go live to the field of the Show Me Sports Network broadcast booth. And a very pleasant good evening, everyone. Blake Gassaway here with you on the Show Me Sports Network as we are just about set to have our nightcap game underway just a few minutes away still from getting that started as winner will move on to the championship game and for the loser their season will come to an end as these two teams matching up it is number two seed versus number three seed the Macon Tigerettes versus the Father Tolton Trailblazers in a game that has season implications for one of the two teams as I said winner moves on to play in the championship game, they will face off against Centralia. That was the number five seed. They upset Southern Boone County last night in a 7-4 contest. Then the uh, game that we had just completed a few minutes ago, about uh, 20, 25 minutes ago, they upset the number one seed Hallsville by a final of 4-1 to one to punch their ticket to the Class 3 District 4 championship game That'll be right here on Saturday here at Centralia as they uh, looked quite well. Tied one-to-one for a good chunk of the game, and then they came out and scored three runs in late in the game to take the lead and never looked back at that point. So they punched their ticket to the championship game. we still got to see who the other team that'll be. Again, it's the Macon Tigerettes taking on the Father Tolton Trailblazers. Macon beat Boonville by a final of 3-2 to two last night. That was played at Moberly. Again, games had to be changed last night due to the weather as they were supposed to be played here in Centralia. They've got two fields, but uh, due to the uh, 48 hours of uh, excessive rainfall we got in the area, they had to move the games to turf fields as this is a dirt and grass field. So 
Two of the games were moved to Moberly. The other two games moved to Southern Boone as those games were last night. Then in game one, of course, like I said, Centralia beating Hallsville by a final of 4-1. to We had that game on the air now for our nightcap. Again has the Macon Tigerettes taking on the father of Tolton Trailblazers. We'll have your starting lineups as well as some other pregame activities here as we go along. As just kind of waiting to see exactly what they're going to do between these two games. As head coaches, captains, and umpires just about to meet at home plate. Again, the winner of the game here will face off against the Centralia Panthers on Saturday. Pre-game for the championship game in Class 3 District 4 championship championship action will be pre-game starting at about 10.50 with first pitch coming at 11 o'clock or thereabouts here on the Show Me Sports Network. As, uh, not sure if I'll have the call or Ben Schmidt will have the call, but uh, one and or both of us will be here to have the call of that game on Saturday for the championship game. And then the winner there would move on into the Class 3 tournament as they will play the winner of that's uh, the state Class 3 tournament. They will play the winner of the District 3 games going on. As I don't know, don't remember, I looked at the schedule, but don't remember if they play tonight or tomorrow night for their championship. But uh, that has Fulton, and can't remember any of the other teams, but Fulton is in that district. So winner will go and play. Two winners of those two districts will match up. As, again, coaches and captains, at least captains for the Tigerettes. And the umpires meeting at home play. Don't forget, if you've not done so, be sure and follow us here on our social media. Find us at Show Me Sports Network on Facebook. Give our page a like, and you can give it a share as well. We appreciate the support. You can also follow us on Twitter. We're at Show Me Sports Net. Didn't have enough characters to make networks, so Show Me Sports Net. Find us on there. Give our uh, Twitter account a follow as uh, as well and then uh, we're also on youtube so we do archive all of our games anywhere you can find fine podcasts you can find our games so that's on iHeartRadio, spotify itunes the google podcast platform and like 30 or 40 other places you can find our game archives at we're also putting them on youtube have some other big things planned for youtube so if you're not subscribed to our youtube channel yet be sure and look us up head over there here while our pregame is going on just search for the show me sports network click on the little icon that says subscribe click on the little icon that says give you notifications as well as uh, we're working to get those games on there and some other activities we have going on for our youtube channel some other things we don't want to spoil some of the surprises so we don't want to tell you exactly everything about it but It'll be uh, something that you're definitely going to want to not miss. So, and this is the second of two semifinals games. It's Father Tolton Trailblazers taking on the Macon Tiger Ants. These two teams just a few minutes away from getting started here. As we will have starting lineups and... 
get you set for first pitch here in just a second. So as I said, if you've not done so, be sure and head over and follow us on our social media pages. We appreciate it. As we'll take a look at the starting lineups. As taking a look at the Macon Tigerettes, they will start in left field. Batting leadoff will be Amaya Brown. Pitching at second is Peyton Weimer. Batting third in center field is Brooklyn Anderson. Batting fourth in right field will be Evan Howell. Batting fifth at third base will be Reese Barnett. Batting sixth at shortstop will be Ella Barnett. At first base, batting seventh will be Reese Adair. The designated player batting eighth will be Keeley Hicks, second base. At batting ninth will be Danny McVicker. And catching at the flex player is Aubrey Smith to round out their starters. As taking a look at the starters for the uh, Father Tolton Trailblazers. As they will start at third base, batting leadoff, Montana Strobel catching. Batting second will be Eva Viox. Shortstop batting third, Madison up to Grove. Center fielder batting fourth will be Sadie Sexauer. Pitching, batting fifth will be Kate Gwynn. First base batting sixth will be Kennedy May. In right field batting seventh will be Margo Mills. Designated player batting eighth is Ava Lawless. In left field batting ninth is Nina Lukey. And at second base on the flex player is Bella Trim to round out their starters for the... Father Tolton Trailblazers. And starting lineups being finished up here on the PA announcement. As and these two teams matching up here in Class 3 District 4 semifinals action. And winner goes on to play in the championship game. The Loser, their season is done for the year. They start thinking about basketball. It looks like we are just about set for first pitch here on the Show Me Sports Network as we're glad you're tuned into our broadcast here. That's to be bringing you the coverage here, exclusive coverage from the Class 3 District 4 semifinals game. Had one of two games on air last night in Moberly, and I had both games on air at Ashland. As Ben Schmidt had the call for the Hallsville game, so glad to get these games on air. Again, winner will match up and face Centralia on Saturday. Looks like we are just about ready for softball. Both teams finishing up their 
warm-ups. As leading off for the other, Tolton will be third baseman, the freshman, Montana Strobel. As Strobel. Leading off here. You hear a big contention of Father Tolton fans that made the trek here. First pitch is outside. Ball one as we are underway. That pitch, that one is going to be in there for called strike. Even the count of one ball and one strike. And Weimer in the circle. That one upstairs. Takes the count, two balls, one strike. The freshman, Peyton Weimer, getting the start here for Macon. Next offering. That one's going to be in there for called strike two. So now we're even at two balls and two strikes. Again, laying at the top of the first inning. Nice delivery. That one's going to be a foul ball, as that will be off of Strobel's leg. They'll give her a second to walk it off and get set for the next pitch. As we're still even at two balls and two strikes. And Strobel digs back in, left-handed batter. Freshman at Father Tolton. Next offering. That one's going to be a ball hit well. That's going to get down and go to the fence in center field. And she will be on her way to second base. The throw is going to be in there as she will be out. At second base, tried to stretch that into a double. And she gets thrown out for out number one. So this will be catcher, the junior, Eva Vioch, stepping in. One out on the board. So she will step in. Left-handed batters. It's turned very chilly here once the sun went down. First pitch from Weimer. Misses ball one. Went to my truck between games and got a pair of gloves because my hands were just a little chilly. After game one, one ball, no strike count. There's going to be a bouncing ball down the third baseline. They'll glove it third, throw to first in time to get out number two. As Viox is retired, 5-3. Now it's junior, shortstop Madison up to Grove. So up to Grove, steps in. So two outs on the board here. First offering from Weimer, bouncing ball to short. It'll be gloved, throw to first, and they say just by a step. So three up and a three down. It's up to Grove, is retired in 6-3 fashion. So in the inning, no runs, no hits, no errors, nobody left on the base path. We'll go to the bottom of the first as it's still scoreless. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Father Tolton Trailblazers softball here from Class 3, District 4 semifinals action here on the Show Me Sports Network. Whether it's balls and strikes, fouls or flags, your referees and game officials are a vital part of high school athletics. If you've ever tried your hand at officiating, you know how hard these men and women work, and you certainly know that they would never miss a call intentionally. 
Keep these things in mind as you attend sporting events. After all, respecting officials and authority figures is one of the most valuable lessons that we could teach our students. This message has been brought to you by your friends at this local radio station and the Missouri State High School Activities Association. Running out of some of your favorite Avon products and haven't seen an Avon brochure in quite some time? No need to worry. Avon Independent Sales Representative Michelle Carty can help with your skin so soft, makeup, jewelry, fragrance, and skin care needs. Avon now carries cleaning supplies, clothing, daily essentials, and several small LG electronic items. You now have the opportunity to shop online 24-7 and have your order shipped directly to your front door by shopping with Michelle at mcarty.avonrepresentative.com. Dot com or find her on Facebook by searching Avon Carty. Well, we go to the bottom of the first inning here. Father Tolton unable to break the scoreboard. So leading off will be left fielder, the junior, Amaya Brown. She will step in. Left-handed batter for Macon. So it'll be Brown, Weimer, and Anderson. The three do up for the Tigerettes of Macon. In the circle for Father Tolton. Senior Kate Gwynn. Gwynn looks in. First offering of the game. It's going to be upstairs for ball one. Brown will be ahead in the count at one ball and no strikes. Again, like I said, it's turned out to be rather chilly here this evening. Get that when it's the 13th of October. And the sun goes down, as that'll be a bunt attempt, but foul by Brown. Wind at least has died down for the moment. Game one, it was rather windy, blowing right to left. But here so far, wind died down, which is good because it blows all my papers all over everywhere. Gwen will look back in. One ball, one strike count. Her next offering. That one's going to be fouled back. So now it'll go one ball and two strikes. Gwen got the complete game win last night over the California Pintos. Sorry, Lady Pintos. She held them to... Very few hits and no runs on the board. There's going to be a bouncy ball fouled on the first baseline. So still a 1-2 count. I said Gwynn was uh, pretty spot on last night. And she held the Lady Pintos scoreless over the game. One ball, two strike count. That pitch, that one's going to be upstairs and outside. So now we're even at two balls and two strikes. The winner of this game moves on to the championship game. The loser, their season comes to an end. Two balls, two strike count. Next pitch, that one down central called strike three. The backwards K is recorded. So now this will be pitcher and Peyton, Peyton Weimer stepping in. Weimer will step in. First offering to her. Down central called strike one. 
So Weimer will be down in the count at 0-1. Next delivery, that one upstairs. Is able to get the bat back. Evens the count, one ball, one strike. Weimer steps back in. She'll landscape the batter's box just a bit. Now one ball, one strike count. Next delivery. That one's going to be down central. Called strike two. So it'll be one ball, two strike count. Weimer will dig back in. Gwynn looks in. There's the pitch. That one upstairs. Couldn't get her to chase that one. So that makes it two balls and two strikes. Getting one out here as we play. Bottom of the first. There's going to be a ball hit high in the air. Going into shallow left field. And coming over and making the grab is the center fielder. She had a better beat on it, apparently. As that is Sadie Sexauer. So now this will be Brooklyn Anderson, the center fielder. She's a senior. First offering. Misses ball one. Dwayne trying to make it a 1-2-3 inning here. Retire the sign in order. Two outs on the board, a one-to-nothing count for Anderson. Evan Howell in the on-deck circle. There's a pitch. It's going to miss for ball two. So that'll make it two balls and no strikes. And Gwen looks back in. Her 2-0 delivery. There's going to be a ball hit high in the air. And it's coming over. Cannot make the grab in foul territory. So that'll make it two balls and one strike now, the count. And we play here in the bottom of the first inning. Class 3, District 4 semifinals action. This is game two of the day. Or the night, I guess I should say. Good crowd has made their way here to the ballpark. 2-1 delivery. That one swung on and missed. Or uh, foul tip-tailed onto. Just got a piece of it. Maybe one of those seams. That makes it a 2-2 count. Gwen looking, and there's a bouncing ball to third. It'll get into left field as trying to make a diving grab but could not get a glove on it is Strobel, so it'll be a two-out single by Anderson. So this will be right fielder Evan Howell. She steps in here. Gwen issues her first hit of the game. Al, a left-handed senior. She'll step in with one on and two out. Gwen, long look in. First delivery, there's a well-hit ball as that's going to the scoreboard. That'll be over the scoreboard as that is into the next field as Howell takes that yard over the scoreboard as she will give her team the early 2-0 lead as she takes that thing into... The next field 
over behind this field as it's a two-run home run. Gives the Tigerettes a two-to-nothing lead as Reese Barnett will step in now. She's a freshman playing third base. The Tigerettes lead by a score of two-to-nothing. Barnett steps in. First delivery. That one's going to be a slow roller. It'll be gloved at short. Tough play throw is not going to be there as it pumps out of the glove at first base. So Barnett has a two-out single of her own. Now this will be Ella Barnett, the shortstop. She is a junior. So she'll step in with one on. And two outs here. Her team has plated two runs. She's looking to add to the two-run lead. Glenn trying to get out of this inning without any more damage done. So Barnett will dig in. Right-handed batter, first pitch to her outside, ball one. Barnett standing on first base. The other Barnett standing at home plate. Reese on first. Ella at home. She'll step out, check the play call. I'll step in. Swing and a miss there. Evens account one ball, one strike. She'll step back in. In two outs here, runner on first base. Quinn looks in. 1-1 delivery. That one's going to be in there for called strike two. This count goes one ball, two strikes. Just shy of 7.30 here on the Show Me Sports Network. Blake Gazzaway here with you. We're exclusive coverage of the Total Trailblazers softball and Class 3 District 4 semifinals action. 1-2 delivery. That one outside. Now we're even at 2-2. Two and two. We're glad you're tuned into our broadcast here this evening. It's been my pleasure to bring Game 1. Now Game 2 here in the semifinals round. So hopefully you're enjoying the broadcast. Let us know if you are. You can always send us a message on Facebook. There's going to be a big swing and a miss for out number three. Well, there were two hits, sorry, three hits that resulted in two runs. No errors, one left on the base path. We will take a quick break and be back as we go to the top of the second inning. As you're listening to exclusive coverage, uh, Father Tolton Trailblazer softball from Class 3 District 4 semifinals action here on the Show Me Sports Network. At the Boone County Journal, we're with you all the way. We know that you're more than just a subscriber. You're an employer. You're a parent. You're a neighbor. Most importantly, you're a community member. It's our goal to provide you with the latest news, sports, opinions, obituaries, classifieds, and more to keep you informed about your community. To find out more about the Boone County Journal or to subscribe, call 573-657-2334 or visit bocojo.com. The Boone County Journal. We're with you all the way. Fans, when you attend a high school game, do you stand at attention during the national anthem? Do you cheer a good play by the opposing team? If your team loses, do you take it well in stride? 
If you have answered yes to any of those questions, you are showing positive examples of sportsmanship. Don't forget that when you attend high school events, young eyes are watching you for examples of acceptable behavior. By making a conscientious effort, you'll be helping our students grow into better citizens. This message has been brought to you by your friends at the Missouri State High School Activities Association and this local radio station. So it'll be batters four, five, and six come to bat here for the Trailblazers is sophomore center fielder Sadie Sexauer will lead off. As she steps in. First offering to her. She'll see that upstairs. Takes that for ball one. Squin and May are the two due up. There's going to be a ball hit a mile in the air, but foul as she hooks that down the third base line. So that'll even the count. And one ball and one strike. There's going to be a ball hit the other direction, but just foul. She is placing them all over the field here. Just in foul territory. So one ball, two strike count. So one, two offering on its way. That one upstairs. That'll leave in the count to two balls and two strikes. Long look in here from Weimer, there's going to be a ball hit high in the air. Center fielder coming in on it. Going back on it as a shortstop. She'll make the grab for out number one as Barnett makes that. That'll be pitcher senior Kate Gwynn. Gwynn will step in here. Left-handed batter. First pitch in there for... Oh, nope, that one missed ball one. Let's not be watching the same game here. Kennedy May, the first baseman. She's in the on-deck circle. That one misses ball two, so that makes it two balls and no strikes. And winner moves on to the championship game on Saturday. Loser season is done. 2-0 offering. That one upstairs, that makes it 3-0. Weimer. Looks back in. 3-0 offering. That one is going to be called strike one on the outside part of the plate. So that makes it three balls and one strike. Again, we play here in the top of the second inning. 3-1 delivery. That's going to be a bouncing ball fouled on the third base line. So now we'll be full of three balls and two strikes. So Weimer will grab a handful of dirt. Drop that, wipe it off on the town payoff pitch. That one down central call to strike three. The backwards K recorded in the scorebook. Weimer has 
Her first strikeout of the game now. It's first baseman Kennedy May. Again, Macon leading by a score of two to nothing here. May, a freshman, playing at first base for for the Trailblazers. That pitch in there called strike one. No balls in one strike. May, a right-handed batter. She sees the next pitch. That one in there called strike two. Weimer finding her groove here. She goes back and works that dirt. Grabs a towel in her back pocket. Now she's set for the 0-2 delivery. That one upstairs and a bit outside. That takes the count one ball and two strikes. Get two outs here as we play in the top of the second inning. Macon leading two to nothing. There's going to be a big swing and a miss for strike number three. So three up and three down in the inning. No runs, no hits, no errors, and nobody left on the base path. So we will take a quick break and be back for the bottom of the second inning as you're listening to exclusive coverage of Father Trolton Trailblazer softball from the Class 3 District 4 tournament here on the Show Me Sports Network. At Centurion Cares, for more than three decades, their focus has been on exceeding customer expectations for contact center software solutions. Their innovative communication solutions include utility interactive voice response software that allows for smart communication features that let your utility deliver superior customer service 24-7. They also provide other streamlined services like automatic call distribution, automated customer callback, reporting, and quality assurance. To find out more about how Centurion Cares can help your business, call them at 727-421-5300 or look them up online at centurioncares.com. Centurion Cares, innovative communication solutions. Last Sentinel Firearms is your federally licensed and registered Type 7 FFL manufacturer dealer in Missouri, providing quality products to all types of sports enthusiasts, law enforcement, and individuals across the nation. Orders are currently being fulfilled, offering custom-built pistols and rifles from the AR platform made right here in Missouri. Visit their website at lastsentinelfirearms.com or call them at 417-684-7202 to find out what they've got for you. Last Sentinel Firearms, you are your last line of defense. We go to the bottom of the second inning. It'll be batters 7, 8, and 9, 2 up. This will be senior first baseman Risa Dare. She steps in right-handed batter. As Gwen will get the pitch call, she'll look at the call on her wrist. First delivery, that one's going to be fouled straight back. So she'll be down in the count at 0-1. And it's Adair, Hicks, and McVicker. Two runs on three hits. No errors, one left on the base path. Or the Tigerettes. That pitch in there called strike two. For Father Tolton Trailblazers. No runs, no hits, no errors. Nobody left on the base path. So going to look back in. Her 0-2 delivery. That's going to be a ball hit high in the air. It is going to get out of play. Land behind the bleachers here at the ballpark here in Centralia. Adair will step back in. Next delivery. That one's going to be swung on and missed. 
Third strikeout of the day for Gwen. And this will be designated player, sophomore Keeley Hicks stepping in. So she steps in. In for Macon. They're wearing their black jersey tops with the white pants. Swing and a miss there for strike one. Orange socks and the orange numbers and lettering outlined with the white trim. For Father Tolton, they're wearing their white jerseys with the navy pants. That pitch in there for called strike two. And the stirrups that are baby blue and navy with Tolton across the front in baby blue and the numbers in baby blue as well. 0-2 delivery. That one missed. Here the crowd did not agree with that one. At least the Father Tolton crowd did not. That takes it one ball and two strikes. And stepping back in is Hicks. One ball, two strike count. Again, one out here in the bottom of the second inning. Next delivery. There's going to be a bouncing ball. Hot shot at third. Glove throw to first in time. For out number two. That was a good play right there as that was a hard hit bouncing ball to Strobel at third. She was able to glove throw to May at first to get out number two. So now stepping in, this is second baseman, sophomore Danny McVicker. So she steps in here. Right-handed batter for Macon. Gwen looks in, trying to get out of the Order one, two, three, fashion. That first pitch upstairs, ball one. And Macon leading by a score of two to nothing here. Ball game nearing half an hour old. That pitch, that one missed, ball two. Draws the ire of a few of the Father Tolton fans. Vicker will dig back in. 2-0 delivery. That one in there for called strike one. And winner moves on to the championship game to face Centralia here on Saturday. The season is on the line for both these two teams. 2-1 delivery. That one's going to be upstairs and inside. So that'll make it a three-ball, one-strike count. Stepping out is McVickers. Now she'll step back in. Gwen's 3-1 delivery. That one's going to be found back and out of play. So I'll make a full three balls, two strikes. Wisely parked a little bit away from the field. So I wouldn't come out to any softball-shaped dents in my truck. As payoff pitch, that one is going to be a walk issued, two-out walk issued to McVicker. So now we'll go back to the top of the lineup, and Amaya Brown, the left fielder, she is 0 for 1. She struck out in her only at-bat here today. Runner on first base, that is McVicker. 
Brown stepping in on the left-hand side of the plate. First pitch to Hurst to show bunt, and it'll be caught just barely in foul territory by Strobel. When I say barely, about three-fifths of it was poking out of her glove, but she is able to keep, keep it in the wicket and get out number three. As in the inning, there were no runs, no hits, no errors, and one left on the base path. As we will go to the third inning, it's a 2 to nothing making lead. As we will take a quick break and be back, you're listening to exclusive coverage from Class 3 District 4 softball action on Father Tolton Trailblazer softball here on the Show Me Sports Network. Role models are more important than ever in today's society. You can serve as a role model for others the next time you display good sportsmanship at a high school athletic event. Good sports are winners and are also vital to preserving our fine sports traditions. So the next time you attend a sporting event, remember to be a good sport and help rekindle the spirit of citizenship. This message has been brought to you by your friends at the Missouri State High School Activities Association and this local radio station. The following public service announcement is brought to you by the Eddie Goodell Society, Jefferson City Chapter 10, doing little things to make a big difference. Want to make a big difference in your community? Be kind to others, drive safely, and put litter in its proper place. Join us in celebrating Eddie Goodell's historic Major League appearance as a member of the St. Louis Browns by doing something nice for someone today. Take a walk, Eddie! So we go to the top of the third inning. It'll be batters 7, 8, and 9 due up for Father Tolton. As this will be Margot Mills, the right fielder. She is a junior for Father Tolton. As she steps in here, first pitch to her is going to be ball one. That gets away from the catcher, but Mills will be heading the count. Now 1-0. and oh. Mills will step back in. Weimer looks in. 1-0 offering. That one in there for called strike two. Got some good movement across the plate there. Mills ducked down of the way of that. Designated player, senior Ava Lawless in the on-deck circle. One ball, one strike. There's going to be a ball fouled back, so that'll make the count one ball and two strikes. Again, a two to nothing making lead here over the Trailblazers of Father Tolton. Mills will dig back in. Next offering, there's going to be a ball that's going to be uh, hit into right field as that'll be a leadoff hit for Mills as she will be standing at first base. Now, designated player Ava Lawless stepping in. She's a senior for Father Tolton. She steps in here with one on and nobody out. As we play here at the top of the third inning. She'll show bunt. She'll have it fouled back as they throw back to first base and it goes into right field, but Mills cannot should say does not advance. 
an errant throw. So Lawless will be down in the count at 0-1. Next offering, as runner is going to bluff like she's going to go to second, does Mills. Ball was past the catcher, uh, pass ball, but Mills does not go to second, so she's still standing on first base. One ball, one strike count to Lawless. Lukey will be in the on-deck circle here for the Trailblazers. 1-1 delivery. There's going to be a bouncing ball back up the middle. They'll get it out at second throw to first. They get the double play. Wallace hits into a double play. As that retires the base runner. Those is a double play. Take Mills. And Lawless off the base path. So now this will be left fielder Nina Lukey. She's a junior, a left-handed batter. She's going to hit a bouncing ball. So it'll be gloved at second. Now kicked. They throw to first, not in time. So she'll be safe. And she will be standing at first base with two outs. Now we'll go back to the top of the lineup in Strobel. She steps in here with one on and nobody out. Her team trailing by two at two to nothing. Strobel steps in, left-handed batter. First delivery, down central called strike one. No balls and one strike to count. Next delivery. That one also down central called strike two. Strobel down in the count at 0-2. Lyox in the on-deck circle. That one's going to be upstairs and outside. Like a one ball and two strikes. So Strobel will step back in. She'll dig. Left foot in. There's going to be a ball. That's going to be into uh, right field, into the fence, as they'll get the throw in, and they'll stop as Strobel will get a double. Now she sends that into the right field fence. So now it'll be runners at second and third here. As Strobel stands at second, Lukey is at third base. Two outs again on the board. First two retired after a hit, and then a double play retires the first two in the inning. Eva Leox steps in. She's got two in scoring position, two out. She's going to rip that one fouled on the third base line. She'll be down in the count at 0-1. She was looking to put that down the line and score two runs. Tie the ball game up. She'll step back in here. 
Weimer looks in. A one delivery. There's going to be a ball. That's going to go fouled on the third base line. That would have been a good place to put it. Had it been fair, there was some grass there, but just hooked it a little bit foul. So now she'll be down in the count at 0-2. So 0-2 offering. That one called strike three. And the inning is done as two left-stranded no runs. There were three hits. No errors, two left on the base path. We'll take a quick break as we go to the bottom of the third inning. It's still a 2-0 making lead. We'll take a quick break as you're listening to exclusive coverage of Father Tolton Trailblazers softball here in Class 3 District 4 semifinals action here on the Show Me Sports Network. Since 2018, Han Custom Laser Engraving LLC has been specializing in all things custom, using large format, high-powered lasers. With some of the most advanced technologies on the market, anything can become a canvas. The state-of-the-art system makes quick work of custom engraving on cups, glass, tile, wood, acrylic, metal, headstones with endless possibilities. They also offer custom one-of-a-kind signs that are sure to make your design stand out. Find them on Facebook at Han Custom Laser Engraving or call 573-489-8732 to find out more on Custom Laser Engraving, LLC, a veteran-owned business. The score of any athletic event is generally forgotten over time, but the actions of players, coaches, and spectators leave lasting impressions. The next time you attend a high school game, think of how history will remember you. Choose good sportsmanship and help rekindle the spirit of citizenship. Remember, the lessons you teach today will help develop better citizens in our communities for tomorrow. This message has been brought to you by your friends at the Missouri State High School Activities Association and this local radio station. We go to the bottom of the third inning. Aiken still leading by a score of 2 to nothing. So it'll be batters 2, 3, and 4 due up here. This bottom of the third. They'll lead off with pitcher and Peyton Weimer. Then Anderson. Then Howe. Gwynn. We'll look in with the sign. Our first offering. This is outside. Ball one. One ball, no strike count. Next delivery from Gwynn. There's going to be a ball hit to center field. Center fielder going back. That'll be off the fence. As just a single for Weimer. As she hits that off the center field fence. So now this will be Brooklyn Anderson. She steps in here. The senior center fielder. She had a single. Scored the second run with that monster home run by Howell. First offering from Gwynn. There's going to be a bouncing ball. It'll be gloved at short and off the glove. So tough play again. I'll give that a hit. So back-to-back singles. Now this will be Evan Howell, right fielder. She 
was the one that smoked that ball into the other field here at Centralia. Gave her team the 2-0 lead. Two on. Nobody out here. First delivery to her. Bounces across home plate. Ball one. I don't know if I would think about pitching to Hal here. Hate to load the bases up, but don't want to give up a three-run home run either. We know she's got the distance. That ball is low and inside. They're going to throw back to second. No tag applied as runner back safely. That is Weimer. Anderson at first base. How to bat. So two balls and no strikes here. Gwynn's next offering. That one's going to be upstairs. Ball three. Howe will be ahead in the count at 3-0. and Pretty much assume she's going to be taking here. Unless it's a pitch she can't lay off of. 3-0 delivery. That one called. Strike one on the outside part of the plate. That makes the count. Three balls and one strike. And Macon leads two to nothing. Three-one delivery from Gwynn. That one upstairs. So ball four. Now it'll be bases loaded. This will be a third baseman, Reese Barnett, the freshman. She has a single. So one for one day. And they're going to have a meeting here in the circle. And so that'll give us time to let you know that just shy of 8 o'clock here on the Show Me Sports Network. Blake Gazzle here with you. Glad you're tuned in to our broadcast. Whether you are listening via our Show Me Sports Network app, available for free. They're free carrying our free broadcast on the Apple and Google platforms or on our media center at showmesportsnetwork.com. Always hear our broadcast free. Big courtesy we do, courtesy of the Show Me Sports Network. And just for those listening, these games, Misha does charge a fee to do all these postseason games. So we had to pay for the rights to these games, but we don't want to pass it on to you guys. We want our broadcast to be free and our app and everything to be free because we want you to be able to enjoy the broadcast. So. Unless Misa changes things, we will always have the free audio broadcast. So Reese Barnett, the third baseman, steps in. Now base is loaded and nobody out here. She's got a one-for-one day. Quinn looks in. First pitch to her, big swing and a miss there. She was looking to go yard there. Extend her team's two-run lead to six. She'll step back in, left-handed batter. Gwen looks in. 0-1 delivery. It's going to be another one swung on and missed for strike number two. Again, bases loaded here as we play in the bottom of the third inning. It's a 2 to nothing making lead over Father Tolton. No balls, two strikes to count. Next pitch. That one swung on and missed for out number one. So Gwynn strikes out 
Oh, yeah. Third baseman Barnett. Now this will be Ella Barnett, the shortstop. One out on the board. Still bases loaded. Gwen looking to get out of this bases loaded jam she's found herself in. First pitch, that one down central called strike one. As Barnett will be down in the count. At 0 and 1. Gwen's next offering. That one's going to be upstairs. So leaving a one ball, one strike. Weimer at third base, Anderson at second, Howell at first. With Barnett, that's Ella Barnett, batting. 1-1 count as Gwynn looks back in. Next delivery, that one swung on and missed for strike. Number two. It's one ball and two strike count. Reese Adair, first baseman in the on-deck circle. It's a one ball, two strike count. Gwynn looks back in, 1-2 delivery. There's going to be a swing and a miss for out. Number two back-to-back strikeouts. Now this will be a senior, Reese Adair. Base is still loaded here. Base is loaded with two outs on the board. So we play here in the bottom of the third inning. Making leading by a score of two to nothing. So Adair will step in here. She's 0 for 1 with a strikeout. And her only at bat here tonight. Gwen's first offering to her. It's going to be a ball fouled out of play. Strike one. Keely Hicks, designated player. She is in the on-deck circle. So Dare down in the count, 0-1. Gwen's next delivery. That one's going to be found back. That'll make it 0-2. As Gwen, one strike away from getting out of the bases loaded jam, and she found herself in. Giving up two singles and a walk. 0-2 pitch, that one upstairs. That'll take the count, one ball, two strikes now. Long look over to the dugout for Gwen to get the pitch sign. 1-2 delivery. Swung on and missed. She is able to get out of the jam as Macon leaves the bases loaded. No runs, two hits, no errors. Three left on the base path as we will go to the fourth inning. Macon still leads by a score of two to nothing, but they squander an opportunity to add to their lead as you're listening to exclusive coverage on Father Tolton Trailblazer softball from Class 3 District 4 semifinals action here on the Show Me Sports Network. 
Hi, I'm retired Army Sergeant Trent Dirks, and I want to tell you about an organization that saved and changed my life forever. Retrieving Freedom provides highly trained service dogs to veterans with disabilities and children with autism absolutely free of charge, thanks to the generous donations and support from people just like you. Experts from Retrieving Freedom help throughout the entire process from fostering programs through service dog placement. Retrieving Freedom gave me the skilled service dog Tracer, who has been my best friend in my lifeline. To find out more about how you can get involved, volunteer, foster, or to donate, visit their website, retrievingfreedom.org. Retrieving Freedom, changing lives through the training and placement of service dogs for veterans with disabilities and children with autism. Creating custom, handcrafted woodworking projects has never been easier. Become a member of Sawdust Studios and enjoy 24-7 access to a woodworker's paradise. Outfit with industry-leading, professional-grade tools, Sawdust Studios offers endless woodworking possibilities. Don't have woodworking experience? No problem, as Sawdust Studios offers affordable classes from a community of woodworkers, experienced designers, and master craftsmen. Youth classes are also offered for those junior woodworkers. For more information, search Sawdust Studios on Facebook or find them online at Sawdust Sawdust247.com. Sawdust Studios, your community woodshop. Well, we go to the uh, top of the fourth inning. Batters 3, 4, and 5 to up for the Trailblazers. So they trail 2 to nothing. First pitch to up to Grove is low and inside, ball 1. So she will be heading the count at 1 and 0. Oh. She had a home run in last night's game. There's going to be a bouncing ball at third. It'll pop off the glove. Fair ball. She'll be standing at first base on the leadoff hit as she smokes that one off the glove of the third baseman. Not like she had any chance to try to put a glove on it. This will be center fielder, sophomore Sadie Sexauer. She is 0 for 1. She steps in here. 2 to nothing, making lead. As first offering to her is upstairs and inside, ball one. She's got a dunk out of the way of that. Pitcher Kate Gwynn in the on-deck circle for Father Tolton. One ball, no strike count again. Runner on first base. That's up to Grove. Next offering from Weimer. And one misses ball two. We play here top of the fourth inning. Two to nothing lead for the Macon Tigerettes. 2-0 delivery, that one outside, ball three. Six hour. Heading the count at 3-0. Weimer looks in, that pitch, that one down central, called strike one. But now we're three balls and one strike to count. And no runs, three hits, no errors, two left on the base path for the Trailblazers. Two runs on five hits, no errors, and five left on the base path for Macon. 3-1 delivery. That one is going to be ball four. So a walk issued. So now this will be pitcher Kate Gwynn stepping in. She struck out in her only at bats so far here today as time is called. They're going to bring the infield into the circle and have a quick conversation. Six minutes after 8 o'clock here on the Show Me Sports Network. Blake Gazzo here with you. I was saying we hope you're enjoying the broadcast here tonight. We always like to hear from our listeners. So if you're listening, 
Head over to Facebook. Send us a message. Just find our page at Show Me Sports Network. Send us a message that you're enjoying the broadcast, where you're listening from. We always like to know that. But also, while you're there, give our page a like. Give it a uh, share as well. We're on Twitter at Show Me Sports Net. Not enough characters for network, so Show Me Sports Net as well as on YouTube. Find us, Show Me Sports Network. We do archive our games on YouTube as well. They're archived anywhere you can find fine podcasts. You can find our game archives. But we're also working on getting them archived on YouTube. Have some other things that we're trying to do on YouTube as well. It's just taking some time to get them done. As uh, To archive the games on YouTube, it takes about six different programs and about 400 hours, so it feels like. It just takes time and takes us a while as they're looking at one of the gloves. I don't know whose glove that was, but looking at the glove as somebody's going to run out and get another glove and come back. I don't know exactly what they're looking at or what the change is here. I think that's the catcher's glove they're looking at. Aubrey Smith. So we'll bring in a backup glove for her to use now, apparently. So something's gone awry with her catcher's mitt. And as I said, we're archiving our games on YouTube and have some other things in store. So definitely going to want to head over to YouTube. Now would be a perfect chance for you to head over there and search for us. Just find Show Me Sports Network and give our page, click the subscribe button, as well as click the little icon to get the notifications. Like I said, we're working on archiving the games as well. Yeah, some other big things coming your way on YouTube. Just takes a little time for us to make that happen. So we'll continue to work on that and appreciate the support of our listeners here. That's you. We wouldn't have the opportunity to come and do these games and have fun at the ballpark. So whatever the issue is, they've brought out two other gloves. Now the two gloves go back to the dugout. Whatever the issue is apparently has been rectified. As they're finishing up the meeting here in the circle, so we should be about ready to get back underway. So like I said, we appreciate you liking and following and subscribing to all of our social medias as well as our YouTube channel. So, like I said, head over to YouTube, find our Show Me Sports Network channel, hit the subscribe button, hit the button to get notifications as... Big things coming down the pipe. Can't tell you exactly what they are yet because we don't want to ruin the surprise, but we're going to have some big things. Also, we're going to incorporate some video, our audio and video put together there. We're working on that as well. So now we should be set as Kate Gwynn sees uh, first pitch in there called strike one after this long delay. So she'll be down in the count at 0-1 as two on. And nobody out here as we play in the top of the fourth inning. She'll show bunt. She'll lay it down foul as it bounces right back to the catcher. So, Gwynn will be down in the count at 0-2. Again, up to Grove at second. Sexauer on first base. After Grove had a single. Sexauer walked. So, it'll be an 0-2 count here as Gwynn down in the count. She'll step back in. 0-2 delivery from Weimer. That one's going to be popped up foul. That'll hit off the net. 
So it'll still be an 0-2 count. So Gwen will still be down in the count at 0-2. And, and Macon leading by a score of 2-0 here as we play in the top of the fourth inning. Winner goes on to the Class 3 District 4 Championship game on Saturday. 0-2 delivery. That one's going to be fouled off the other direction, so we'll still stay at 0-2. Winner matches up Saturday championship game against Centralia. Number 5 seed, they upset the number 4 seed in Southern Boone last night. Then in the first game here tonight, they upset number 1 seed Hallsville. It's going to be a bouncing ball foul down the first baseline. So we're still at 0-2. Everybody will have to go back to their respective bases, up to Grove at second, sex hour at first. So Gwen will have an 0-2 count as Weimer looking to get out of this inning, strand these two base runners. As Macon leads by a score of two to nothing. Weimer looks in, gets the sign. The 0-2 delivery, that one outside, couldn't get her to chase it. So that'll make the count one ball and two strikes. Gwen will step back in. 1-2 count. Weimer's next delivery. There's going to be a bouncing ball as it's right in front of home plate. They'll glove, throw to first, get the out there. They'll throw back to third. Back safely is up to Grove. That will be one out on the board. Runners now at second and third. This will be first baseman Kennedy May. That goes as a fielder's choice. So now it's runners in scoring position. First pitch is going to be bounced to short. They'll throw to first to get the out there. They will throw to third, but again, back safely, so the run will score. As May drives in a run. This will be Margot Mills, the right fielder, stepping in. So that two-run cushion has been cut down to one at two to one. Pitch outside, ball one. So one zero delivery. That one in there for called strike one. That evens the count. One ball, one strike. One, one. The count, two outs. Runner at third base. There's going to be a ball. That's going to drop in the infield. The run will score. It's tied up at 2-2 two to two as Mills gets an RBI. Two-out single, tying the ball game up. It's coming in is Sexauer from third base. So she scores. And it's now a tie ball game at two apiece. Ava Lawless stepping in now. She's a designated player. First pitch to her is ball one. As Mills will be at first base. After driving in 
A tying run. It's a two to two tie now. Here in the top of the fourth inning. That pitch, that one also upstairs. That makes it two and zero. Weimer working in the circle here. Two balls, no strikes. Next delivery. That one in there for called strike one. So two and one the count. Again, two outs here on the board. Runner on first base for Father Tolton. They've played it two looking for more. 2-1 delivery. That one in there for called strike two. Right evens the count. Two balls and two strikes. And two outs here. Wallace takes a deep breath. Now she steps in. 2-2 delivery. It's going to be a bouncing ball fouled on the first baseline. So we'll still stay at 2-2. Two and two. Wallace steps in to, to the count. Weimer looks in. 2-2 two, two delivery. That one's just going to miss outside. So now we're full of three balls and uh, two strikes. And two outs on the board. Both runs coming. Here in this top of the fourth inning for Father Tolton. That delivery, that one upstairs, walked her. So a two-out walk issued. So also be left fielder and Nina Lukey stepping in. As Lukey has two on and two out here, she steps in here in the top of the fourth inning. So we're tied at two apiece. Runners at first and second. Weimer's first pitch to her upstairs, ball one. Lukey looking to get in the RBI parade as well. Weimer looks in. 1-0 delivery. That's going to be a bouncing ball as it'll be taken by the shortstop. She'll throw to first. And they say not in time as just about picked off at second base, but back safely diving in is Lawless. We've seen some Rather careless base running on the day in all three or all two of these games today. So now we go back to the top of the lineup in Montana Strobel. As Strobel steps in, has bases loaded with two outs. Strobel could give her team the lead first time today. They trailed. Two to nothing now, tied it up two to two. First pitcher, bouncing ball. That's going to get through off the glove of the shortstop. The run will score as Father Tolton takes a three to two lead as Strobel drives in an RBI. It didn't get through by much, but it did get into left field. As this will be catcher Eva Viox as she is the ninth batter here in this inning to come through as three runs plated. For Father Tolton, they're looking for more. And scoring is Mills from third base. Lawless goes to third. 
Lukey goes to second as Strobel ends up on first. I believe we are going to have a pitching change here. Maybe not. Maybe they're just having another conversation. So, again, bases loaded here. Top of the fourth inning. Two outs on the board. We've had two outs for what seems like a long time here in this top of the fourth inning. It is a 3-2 to two Father Tolton lead as they trailed going into this top of the fourth inning. Two to nothing. They plated three runs and taken the one-run lead. In bases loaded, two outs here. The Ox, the ninth batter to go through the inning here. So no pitching change, like I thought there might be. I just have a conversation there in the circle. So Weimers still in the circle for Macon. Her first offering, bases loaded, two bikes. That's going to be a ball hit at third as a glove step on third for out number three. So that will be out number three. As in the inning, there were three runs on four hits. No errors. Bases were left loaded. We will go to the bottom of the fourth inning. That's Father Tolton leading by a score. Of three to two now. We'll take a quick break and be back as you're listening to exclusive coverage of Father Tolton Trailblazer softball from the Class 3 District 4 softball tournament here on the Show Me Sports Network. Tonight's game is not only a competitive contest between these two schools, but it's also an educational experience for the students involved. Because high school activities are about learning life values, your friends at this local radio station and the Missouri State High School Activities Association remind everyone to do their part in keeping our hometown sports a positive experience for everyone. When you attend your next game, do your part to help rekindle the spirit of citizenship by showing good sportsmanship. You'll be teaching a positive lesson, and you'll be preserving a proud tradition in the state of Missouri. In today's world, injury prevention is at the top of everyone's list. However, heat-related occurrences get routinely overlooked. Zealous WBGT puts that front and center. By using cutting-edge formulas and technology, Zealous WBGT streamlines and simplifies obtaining and documenting wet bulb globe temperature readings. With a simple touch of a button, you can check WBGT anywhere in the world, receiving alerts when the WBGT goes over the threshold you select. Join the stress-free way to protect student-athletes, employees, and overall operations from extreme heat by downloading the free Zealous WBGT app today. Save time, save money, save lives with Zealous WBGT. There we go to the bottom of the fourth inning as first time that Macon has trailed. They trail by a score of 3-2 to two now to Father Colton. It'll be batters 8, 9, and 1, 2 up. This is Keeley Hicks, the designated player, leading off the inning. As I said, bottom of the fourth we play. First pitch, there's a big swing and a miss for strike one as Hicks will be down in the count at 0 and 1. McVicker in the on-deck circle for Macon. As Gwen looks back in. That pitch, that one's going to be fouled back. That'll make it an 0-2 count. 
No balls, two strikes. Gwen looking to get strikeout number six here. That one's going to be a swing and a miss, and she does that. Six strikeouts in the game recorded. Down number one. Now this will be second baseman Danny McVicker. She walked in her only at bat here today. So McVicker will step in here. Her team trails by a score of three to two as we play here in the bottom of the fourth. Gwen will look at the pitch call on her wrist. First pitch, that one upstairs. McVicker did not go around. Ball one. Well, she'll be heading the count at one ball and no strikes. Gwen looks over to the dugout. Looks at the right forearm. Now gets set for the next pitch. 1-0 delivery. That one's going to be in there for a call, strike one. So now the count is even at one ball and one strike. And two runs on five hits, no errors, five left on the base path for Macon. Three runs on seven hits, no errors, and five left on the base path for Father Tolton. One ball, one strike count, next delivery. That one's going to be fouled and out of play. So I'll make it a one ball, two strike count. Again, one out here in the bottom of the fourth inning. McVicker will step back in. She's rather deep in the batter's box. One, two delivery. That one is low and outside, bouncing across home plate. That evens account, two balls and two strikes. As our count is even, two and two. One out on the board. Father Tolton leads. Three to two next to offering. That one's going to be fouled back. So Again, we'll do the 2-2 pitch again. Two balls, two strikes. Next pitch, that one upstairs. So now we're full. That three balls, two strikes. Trying to get McVicker to chase a high one there, but she did not do so. And we're full now at three and two. Payoff pitch from Gwynn is on its way. That one low, ball four, so back-to-back walks issued. And both at bats for McVicker. So top of the lineup will go to Amaya Brown. She struck out, hit a bullet that was caught at third base by Strobel. One out. Here's we play in the bottom of the fourth. First pitch, she's going to hit a well-hit ball to center field, tracking it down and throwing the first, not in time, but is out number two. As Sexauer tracks that down for out number two. That's to be pitcher Peyton Weimer. She had a single hurt last at bat. She popped out to center field in her first at bat. So she'll step in here and one on with two outs. 
Here in the bottom of the fourth, first pitch to her, called strike one. Iox comes up like she's going to throw to first base, but does not. No balls and one strike. Next delivery. That one's going to be popped up high in the air. It will get out of play as fans scatter to get out of the way of that. I'll leave the count. All right, that'll take the count to no balls and two strikes. Weimer. Hit that one a mile in the air, but goes foul behind us. So shoot down to the count at 0-2. Gwynn looks in. 0-2 delivery. That one upstairs. Really, hands for Father Toten disagree with that one. They thought that was going to be called strike three. So two outs, runner on first base. And Father Toten leading my score of 3-2. As next pitch... That one upstairs, so now we're even at two and two. Just glad I, between games, was able to find some gloves in my truck because it is cold. My hands got a little cold in game one, so been able to track those down and make use of those. There's going to be a swing and a miss as they'll throw down to first base for out number three, so... Well, the fifth inning we go. No runs, no hits, no errors, one left on the base path. We will go to the uh, top of the fifth inning. It's a Father Tolton 3-2 lead. We'll take a quick break and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Father Tolton Trailblazer softball from Class 3, District 4, semifinals action here on the Show Me Sports Network. Hello, Blake Gazaway here with the Show Me Sports Network. I've had the opportunity to have some amazing calls, including overtime touchdowns, walk-off home runs, and buzzer-beating baskets. But I've answered another call. That's to serve my community as a volunteer firefighter. Stop and think what would happen if your home or property caught fire and no one was there to put it out. Every day, volunteer firefighters not only save lives and property, but also respond to other emergencies. Nearly two-thirds of our nation's fire departments are manned by volunteer firefighters. And because of this, we simply need need more volunteers to step up and answer the call. Stop by or contact your local fire department and see how you can become a volunteer firefighter today. I answered the call to serve my community. Will you? We go to the top of the fifth inning. It'll be just like the top of the fourth inning. Batters three, four, and five coming up. Be up to Grove, Sex Hour, and Gwen will be... The three do up for the Trailblazers as they do lead by a 3-2 score, does Father Tolton. They'd like to add some cushion to that if they could. Up to Grove. Leading the frame off here for Father Tolton. This again, up to Grove, Sex Hour, and Gwynn are the three that are due up here. They were able to send nine batters through the frame. Produce those three runs in the top of the fourth. That one's going to be inside at the feet of up to Grove, ball one. She had a single 
lead off the inning, scored later on in the frame. In top of the fifth, we play here. 3-2 score. Next delivery, that one inside. Ball two. Up to Grove. Heading the count, 2-0 now. Weimer. He'll toe the rubber. That pitch, that one upstairs, that makes it a 3-0 count. Three balls and no strikes here. Up to Grove can be a little choosy now. Pitcher, there's going to be a well-hit ball to right field as that'll be off the top of the wall. She'll have to put the brakes on, though. And she'll have a leadoff single as that bounced off the wall back to the right fielder. This is a tall wall here. It's also 185 feet, so a little short than what we see in some of the other places. This will be center fielder Sadie Sexauer stepping in. She walked her last time up. She'll step in here with one on, nobody out. First pitch to her is ball one. She also scored in part of that three-run top of the fourth inning as well. So one ball, no strike. Next delivery. That one in there for called strike one. So that evens the count to one and one. So one one account. Next pitch. That one called strike two. Sex hour down in the count now. One ball, two strikes. Yes, up to Grove standing on first base. She got a leadoff single. Nobody out here. One two delivery. That one in the dirt. As up to Grove is going to take second base on the low throw, the wild pitch rather. Throw is not there. So she will have a free base there at second. So two balls and two strikes. And Sex Hour steps back in. That pitch, that one upstairs. Now we're full. Got three balls and two strikes. Weimer looks in. Her payoff pitch. That one upstairs walked her. So a single and a walk have two base runners on now for Kate Gwynn. She steps in here. Her team leading at 3-2. to two. She steps in here. She can help out her own cause. She's the starting pitcher. She'll show bunch. She'll lay it down right in front of home plate. That'll stick in the dirt. Everybody will be safe as she legs that out. That just planted right in the dirt at home plate as Gwynn will get an infield single. So now this will be first baseman Kennedy May. She has an RBI on the day. She's looking to add to that total. So base is loaded, nobody out here. As we are going to see a courtesy runner here. It's coming in. I believe this is going. Yep, Holly going, the sophomore. 
He's going to come in as a courtesy runner. So Gowen will take first base as she comes in for Gwen as a courtesy runner. So base is loaded here. Nobody out as we play in the top of the fifth inning. It's a 3-2 Father Tolton lead over Macon right now. May looking to do damage. There's a big swing and a miss there for strike one. She'll be down in the count at 0-1. She was swinging for a grand slam right there. Bases loaded. 0-1 pitch. Going to be a bouncing ball off the leg of the pitcher, and the run will score. Everybody will be safe. And now it's a 4-2 Father Tolton lead as May gets credit for another RBI. She's got another hit on the day. Up to Grove scores. Also will be Margot Mills, the right fielder, stepping in. Sexauer goes to third base. Gowen goes to second base. May at first. Now it's a 4-2 Father Tolton lead. First pitch to Mills. That's called strike one. She has got a two-for-two two day with an RBI as she's also scored a run. So not a bad night for the junior. Looking to make it a three-for-three three night, though. And add to her RBI total. That pitch, that one's going to be upstairs. That evens the count. One ball, one strike. So Mills will step out, take a practice cut. Now she'll step back in. 1-1 one, one delivery. That ball's going to be rocketed foul. Goes out of play on the first base side. So that'll take the count. One ball and two strikes as we're just past 830 here on the Show Me Sports Network. Blake Gazaway here with you. We're going to get exclusive coverage of Father Tolton Trailblazer softball here in Class 3 District 4 semifinals action. 1-2 delivery. That one way outside. So now we even at two balls and two strikes. As Mills will step back in again. Right in front of me is a... Right-handed batter, a sit to the left of home plate. Next pitch, there's going to be a bouncing ball as it'll be taking it short. They'll glove, throw to first to get the out there, but the run does score. So now it's a 5-2 to two lead as Mills will get credit for another RBI. Now stepping in designated player, Ava Lawless. So everybody will move around the base path. Sex hour scores. First pitch in there called strike one. Lawless will be down in the count at 0 1. Again, one out. Runners in scoring position at second and third. 0-1 delivery. That one. She tried to check the swing, but caught it with the bat. She'll be down to the count at 0-2. As in the on-deck circle, Nina Lukey. She tried to put the brakes on, did lawless, but ends up connecting. And there's going to be a wild pitch. But nobody... Moves around the base path. Again, runners at second and third. 
Lawless steps back in. Weimer. Look to get the sign. One ball, two strike count. Again, one out. Runners at second and third. Next delivery, there's going to be a bouncing ball taken at second. They'll throw to first. The run will score. That's out number two. So Lawless gets into the RBI column as she drives in another run. As that is going, coming in. So May will go to third base. Now stepping in is left fielder Nina Lukey. It's a 6-2 Father Tolton lead. There's going to be a bouncing ball. That will go foul down the first baseline. So she'll be down to the count at 0-1. She has. Lukey has a two-hit day as well. She's trying to make it a 3-for-3 night. So she'll step in. No balls. One strike to count. In top of the fifth we play. Next delivery. It's going to be a ball hit to left field coming over. Left fielder will have a go off her glove. The run will score. And she'll be standing at second base. And it's now a 7-2 lead for Father Tolton. So now we go back to the top of the lineup in Montana Strobel. And Strobel steps in. And it's, it's a 7-2 score as four runs plated here. This top of the fifth inning for the, the uh, Trailblazers. First delivery, that one's going to be upstairs and inside. Strobel has to bail out of the way of that for ball one. And a five-run cushion for the Trailblazers now at 7-2. Runner on second base, two outs on the board. Next delivery, there's going to be a bouncing ball as that will get through into center field, and another run will score as it'll be an RBI single as coming around from second base is Lukey, so she scores. And now it's an 8-2 score. As this will be Eva Viox stepping in as... She, again, is the ninth batter to go through, just like last time, like last inning. She will step in here. Runner on first base. That is Strobel. She gets the RBI as she drives in Lukey from second base. First pitch, there's going to be a bouncing ball, as that will be taken by the shortstop, who will step at second for out number three. Well, in the inning, there were... A plethora of hits, five runs put on the board. As now it's an 8-2 lead for Father Tolton as we'll go to the bottom of the fifth inning as you're listening to exclusive coverage of Father Tolton Trailblazer softball here from the Class 3 District 4 semifinals action here on the Show Me Sports Network. Whether it's balls and strikes, fouls or flags, your referees and game officials are a vital part of high school athletics. If you've ever tried your hand at officiating, you know how hard these men and women work, and you certainly know that they would never miss a call intentionally. Keep these things in mind as you attend sporting events. After all, respecting officials and authority figures is one of the most valuable lessons that we could teach our students. This message has been brought to you by your friends at this local radio station and the Missouri State High School Activities Association. Run 
running out of some of your favorite Avon products and haven't seen an Avon brochure in quite some time? No need to worry. Avon Independent Sales Representative Michelle Cartier can help with your skin so soft, makeup, jewelry, fragrance, and skincare needs. Avon now carries cleaning supplies, clothing, daily essentials, and several small LG electronic items. You now have the opportunity to shop online 24-7 and have your order shipped directly to your front door by shopping with Michelle at mcartee.avonrepresentative.com or find her on Facebook by searching Avon Cartee. There we go to the bottom of the fifth inning. Father Tolton leading by a score of 8-2 to two here. They score five runs in the top half of the fifth inning. Busted open here, give themselves a six-run cushion at 8-2. to two. So It'll be batters 3, 4, and 5 due up. This is Anderson, then Howe, then Barnett. As Gwynn looks in, first delivery. That one in there called strike one. That'll make the count. Oh, and one on Anderson. Next delivery from Gwynn. That one was low and in the dirt. That'll make it an even count at one ball and one strike. And winner moves on to the championship game to face Centralia on Saturday. The loser, their season is done. One ball, one strike count. Next delivery. That one's going to be swung on and missed for strike number two. Count one and two now as Gwynn looks back in. There's going to be a well-hit ball high in the air. Left field going back on it, and she will not be able to make the play. Is off her glove. That is... Lukey as at third base. The throw is there, but not in time as it'll be a leadoff triple by Anderson as she smokes that one to the fence in left field. It'll also be Evan Howell stepping in. She's playing right field here for the Tigerettes. She had a two-run home run in the first inning. She walked her last at bat. She steps in here. Nobody out. One on. Going to look at the wrist for the pitch call. First pitch swing and a miss for strike one. Again, standing at third base is Anderson after she has a triple. In the left field, that one's going to be a bouncing ball foul down the third baseline. So Howell will be down in the count at 0-2. Reese Barnett in the on-deck circle for Macon. So no balls, two strikes, and nobody out here as we play. Bottom of the fifth inning. 0-2 delivery. That one bounces across home plate. I'll make the count one and two now. And this is Class 3, District 4, semifinals action. Mother Tolton and Macon matching up. That pitch swung on and missed for out number 
one. Nine strikeouts here in the game so far for Kate Gwynn. So one out, runner on third still as Reese Barnett stepping in now. First pitch to her. He is past the catcher, ever hits the uh, bar here, and the chain link bounces right back to the ox. So Anderson unable to think about coming home on that wild pitch. It's one ball, no strike count. Again, one out, one runner on here. Bottom of the fifth we play. Barnett shows bunt. Now she'll pull it back. There's going to be a swing and a miss. Now we're even at one ball and one strike. Squin got her fooled there. So one ball, one strike count. Again, one out here. It's an 8-2 to two lead for Father Tolton. Next delivery. That one swung on and missed for strike. Number two. Gwen looking for double-digit strikeouts here. She's got nine, looking for number ten. One-two delivery. That one is outside. Goes off the glove of Vionx as well. Trying to work that outside part of the plate and get Barnett to swing at something there outside the zone. So two balls, two strikes. One out, eight to two, Father Tolton lead. Squint will look back in. 2-2 delivery. That one upstairs. Couldn't get her to chase that. So now we're full of three balls, two strikes. Again, one out on the board, runner at third base. Barnett digs back in. Gwynn looks in. Her payoff pitch on its way. That one outside. It'll be a walk issued as Biox comes up like she's going to throw to third base. Does not. So now this will be Ella Barnett, the shortstop. She is 0 for 2, has two strikeouts for the junior. So she steps in here. One out, runners on the corners. Let's go in. Looks in, first delivery. That pitch just missed upstairs, ball one. And Anderson at third base, Barnett at first base. That's Reese as Ella is to bat. That's Ella Barnett. Next delivery, that one down central. They're going to throw down to second base, and it gets into center field. And the run will score. They will throw to third, and it'll be... A stolen base and then moved over on the throwing air. The run scores. So now it's a 8-3 ball game. So Barnett standing at third base. That's Reese. Ella Barnett to bat. as a one ball, one strike count. That pitch swung on and missed for strike number two. One 
One ball, two strike count. That one's going to be fouled back, so we'll still stay at one and two. Barnett will dig back in. Go in. Put that left foot on the rubber. 1-2 delivery. That one just missed outside. Now we're even at two balls and two strikes. And again looks back in. 2-2 delivery. That one, same spot, just a bit outside. So now we're full, three balls and two strikes. As payoff pitch from Gwynn is on its way. It's going to be fouled and out of play. So we'll do it again. We're still full, three balls and two strikes. Again, Standing at third base is Reese Barnett, the freshman. Ella Barnett in the batter's box. Full count. Gwen looks in. Payoff pitch. That one's going to be hit up in the air as Viox will have it pop out of her glove, so we'll still stay at three and two. Tough play there. So we're still full, three balls, two strikes. Burnett will dig back in. Payoff pitch. That one upstairs, walk to throw down to to third. Tag applied, but not in time. So one out, walk issued. As now it'll be runners on the corners with one out. First baseman, Reese Adair. She steps in. She is 0 for 2 with two strikeouts. Gwen looks in. First delivery. That one in there called strike one. So Dare will be down in the count at 0 and 1. And runners on the corners. Anderson at third. Sorry, not Anderson, that is Barnett at third. Reese Barnett and Ella Barnett is at first base. A one delivery, that one's going to be hit high in the air. That'll get out of play behind us. So Adair will be down in the count now at 0-2. There's no balls, two strikes to count. Gwen wants to go through the signs again. Now she'll get what she's looking for. 0-2 delivery. There's going to be another ball foul back off the netting, so we'll still stay at 0-2. Keely Hicks, the designated player. She's in the on-deck circle for Macon. So no balls, two strikes, one out, two runners on. We're on the corners. Wins the next delivery. That one's going to be a ball lifted high in the air. Strobel comes in. She'll make the ground for out number two. 
So now this will be Kaylee Hicks stepping in. Nope, we're going to have... So I have a sub here. This is Sophia Marty stepping in. So she'll step in with two outs. Runners on the corners. Father Tolton leading by a score of 8-3 here in the bottom of the fifth inning. This Class 3 District 4 semifinals matchup. Runner moves on to Blaze Centralia on Saturday in the championship. First pitch, that one a little low and outside, ball one. McVickers would be due up if the inning were to continue. There's going to be a bouncing ball foul down the third base line. So I'll leave in the count. One ball and one strike. So Marty will step back in. One and one the count. Again, runners on the corners. Wins next delivery. And one down central called strike two. So that makes it one ball and two strike the count. That pitch there's going to be a well-hit ball as left fielder Going over on it, she will make the grab for out number three as Lukey tracks it down for out number three. So in the inning, one run was scored. Just one hit. There was one error and two left on the base path as we will go to the top of the sixth inning Father Tolton leading 8-3 to three as you're listening to exclusive coverage of Father Tolton Trailblazer Softball here from Class 3 District 4 Semifinals Action here on the Show Me Sports Network. At the Boone County Journal, we're with you all the way. We know that you're more than just a subscriber. You're an employer. You're a parent. You're a neighbor. Most importantly, you're a community member. It's our goal to provide you with the latest news, sports, opinions, obituaries, classifieds, and more to keep you informed about your community. To find out more about the Boone County Journal or to subscribe, call 573-657-2334 or visit bocojo.com. The Boone County Journal. We're with you all the way. Fans, when you attend a high school game, do you stand at attention during the national anthem? Do you cheer a good play by the opposing team? If your team loses, do you take it well in stride? If you have answered yes to any of those questions, you are showing positive examples of sportsmanship. Don't forget that when you attend high school events, young eyes are watching you for examples of acceptable behavior. By making a conscientious effort, you'll be helping our students grow into better citizens. This message has been brought to you by your friends at the Missouri State High School Activities Association and this local radio station. There we go to the top of the sixth inning. We started just like we did the top of the fourth, the top of the fifth, and now the top of the sixth with batters three, four, and five. Up the Grove, Sex Hour, and Gwen, the three do up. First delivery bounces across home plate, ball one. 
It's up to Grove. We'll be ahead in the count. And one and oh. Weimer. We'll see that one launch. That is gone as that thing goes over the left field fence. No doubt about that. As that was launched in the stratosphere by Madison up to Grove over the left field fence as she touches them all. Gives her team a 9-3 lead here. No doubt about that one. She sends that out of the park. So now Sadie Sexauer steps in. She walked. Her last two at-bats popped out to shortstop the time before. So back to a six-run cushion at 9-3. First pitch to her, ball one. One ball, no strike count. Sexauer steps back in the left-handed batter's box. 1-0 delivery. She's going to foul that one back. As that. We're leaving the count on one ball and one strike. And the winner of this game matches up against Centralia, who upset Hallsville, the number five seed for Centralia, number one for Hallsville. That one fouled back. So now it's a 1-2 count. Centralia and Hallsville played in game one. Centralia beat Hallsville. A final of 4-1. to one. So They punch their ticket to the championship game. So that one is going to be outside and low. Evens a count at 2-2. Two and two. So the winner of this game also punches their ticket to the championship game. That's set for 11 o'clock on Saturday. Pre-game at 10.50 with first pitch at 11 o'clock. There one's, that one's fouled off as well. Makes it two balls and two strikes, still the count. Weimer in the circle here, pitching top of the sixth inning. Father Tolton has a 9-3 lead. Next delivery, there's going to be a slow roller back to Herschel Glove, throw to first in time, four out. Number one. There's a 1-3 put out. Also be pitcher in Kate Gwynn. She got a single. In her last at bat. So one out here. First pitch, there's going to be a bouncy ball. That's going to get through to center field. So Gwen helping out her cause still. And she'll have a one-out single. She'll be standing at first base. Now this will be Kennedy May. She had an RBI single her last time up. You're going to have a courtesy runner and Holly going comes back in. So we saw her earlier. She actually scored in the last inning as she was a courtesy runner for Gwen. Ended up going all the way around the base path and scored. So May steps in. First pitch to her. She's going to line that into right field. That'll get through. As now it'll be runners on first and second with one out. Well, this will be Margot Mills, the right fielder, stepping in. She has a two-for-three day, has two RBIs. She scored herself as well. 
And Father Tolton leading by a 9-3 score. Mills will step in. First pitch to her inside low, ball one. She'll be ahead in the count. And 1-0. and So Mills steps back in. That pitch, that one is going to be called strike one. That'll leave in the count at one ball and one strike. Just after 9 o'clock here on the Show Me Sports Network, Blake Gazzo here with you. Glad you're tuned in to our broadcast here this evening, a Class 3, District 4 semifinals softball action. 1-1 delivery. That one in there called strike two. Glad you're tuned in. Hopefully you're enjoying tonight's broadcast here on the Show Me Sports Network. Exclusive broadcast coverage from Class 3, District 4 semifinal softball. So one ball, two strike count again. One out here. There's going to be a bouncing ball. Back to the pitcher. They'll throw to third. And everybody's going to be safe as it takes the third baseman off the bag. And the ball is dropped, so everybody is safe. So bases loaded again. So now this will be Ava Lawless stepping in. Bases are loaded. One out on the board. Senior Ava Lawless steps in. Again, it is a 9-3 lead for Father Tolton. First delivery. That one in there called strike one. Lukey in the on-deck circle. So Lawless step out, take a couple practice cuts, take a couple of deep breaths. Now she'll step back in. Oh, one delivery on its way. That one bounces across home plate. That'll take the count. One ball, one strike. Can we play here in the top of the sixth inning? It's a nine to three lead for Father Tolton as they bat here, looking to add to their six run cushion. Next pitch, there's going to be a fall, a ball that goes fouled on the third base line. So everybody will have to put the brakes on and go back. As count now goes to one ball and two strikes. As Lawless steps back in, now down in the count. Has to protect the plate. One out, next pitch, bases loaded, bouncing ball fouled on the third base line. That would have sent the Marigo round had it been fair. So our count still stays at one ball and two strikes. Again, one out on the board. Bases loaded here. Top of the sixth. One-two delivery. That one outside. We go even at two balls and two strikes now. Wallace. Steps out, take a couple of practice swings. Now she'll step back in. Let's count two and two. Weimer looks in. 2-2 delivery. That one inside. But now it's full at three balls and two strikes. Nowhere to put Lawless here as bases are loaded. Weimer's payoff pitch, that one downstairs, a run is walked in as Lawless gets a free base. Going, walks in from third. 
And now this will be Nina Lukey, the left fielder. Everybody goes around the base path. Lukey had an RBI double in her last at bat. One out. A 10-3 lead. She's going to hit that one. That's going to get into right field as it will score one run. They're going to wave the second run home, sliding in, scoring as two runs are plated as it makes it a bigger cushion for the Trailblazers as that makes it a 12-3 ball game right now as Lukey sends that into right field. And gets a two RBI single as Lawless goes out to third now. As Mills scores from second base. May scores from third base. So Lawless goes to third. Lukey will be at first base. This is a 12-3 Trailblazer lead right now. As they have continued to find the hits and the RBIs as it took, took to the fourth inning for them to score any runs as we are going to have a pitching change here. Looks like we'll get to see who the new pitcher is here in just a second. As night is done for Peyton Weimer. Looks like Sophia Marty might be the new pitcher. She came in in the fourth inning. Sorry, in the fifth inning. She came in, so last inning. That makes it a 12-3 score. Trailblazers lead. Must be making wholesale changes here for Macon. Lengthy conversation going on here. And three runs plated. In the top of the fourth, five in the top of the fifth, and four now in the top of the sixth. There's still just one out on the board and runners on the corners here. Still more damage could be done by the Trailblazers. Long game's close to getting run ruled as well. And 12-3 score in favor. Of the Trailblazers. They're going to have conversation here over at the Trailblazers dugout as they're going to change what the assignments are. So, new pitcher in will be Marty. And Sophia. Marty will be in the circle now for Macon. Again, it is a 12-3 lead 
for the Trailblazers. They'll go back to the top of the lineup, and Strobel stepping in. She has a four-for-four day. She's got a single, double, single with an RBI, and another single with an RBI. So Strobel will step in here in top of the six. It is a 12-3 lead in favor of the Trailblazers. That's just one out on the board. Marty, the new pitcher. First offering. There's going to be a ball that's hit and get down in center field. As the run will score, it'll be an RBI single. As the run scores, as Strobel drives in, an RBI. That makes it a 10-run game at 13-3. So now stepping in, Ziva Viox. First pitch to her inside. It's going to get past the catcher. As runners will advance. Well, Strobel will be standing at second base. Lukey will be at third base. It's a 1 0 offering to Viox. There's going to be a ball. That's hit into left field. That'll get to the fence. As that will score two more runs as she has got an RBI single. Both runs score there, so she empties the base path. And she finds her first hit of the day. Drives in two RBIs. So now it's Madison up to Grove. Second time she's been through here in this inning. First pitch to her. Ball one. So she will step out. She's ahead in the count, 1-0. Oh. That pitch, that one is low. Ball two. Up to Grove. She is the... Tenth batter here. Next pitch to her, that one upstairs. Ball three. Makes it a 3-0 count. That pitch, there's going to be another well-hit ball. Left fielder will come in. She'll make the grab for out number two. Gave it a ride, but not enough. This will be a Sadie Sex Hour. She steps in here and has runner on first base. Two outs. Her team leads by a score of 12 to 3. That pitch upstairs and outside, ball one. It's a 15 to 3 score right now in favor of the Trailblazers. The 1-0 offering, that one upstairs has to duck out of the way of that. 
Makes it a 2-0 count. That pitch, that one just missed for ball three. Well, she's ahead in the count at 3-0. Again, two outs on the board, runner on first base. So we play here in the top of the sixth inning. Next delivery. That one outside as there'll be ball four issued. So Lyonx will go down to second base. Now this is be a substitution here. We will have the junior, Ren Ori. So Ori comes in off the bench here. Two outs on the board. First pitch to her in there called strike one. And two runners on here with two outs. Trailblazers leading minus score on 15-3. Next delivery. And one upstairs. Evens the count. One ball and one strike. delivery. There's going to be a ball hit right back up the middle as that will be off the glove of Marty and everybody will be safe. That'll be bases loaded with two outs here as Kennedy May stepping in now. I think we're going to have another substitution here. I believe this will be Delaney Martin coming in, the freshman. We'll see who pokes out of the dugout. This is Delaney Martin. So she steps in with the bases loaded, two outs here. Again, Father Tolton leading by a score of 15-3. First pitch, that one upstairs, ball one. She'll step back in. Marty's next delivery, that one low and away, ball two. Two balls, no strikes. Next pitch. That one in there called strike one. Martin was taking all the way there. And runners occupy the base path. This base is loaded, 2-1 delivery. It's going to be a bouncing ball foul, so now we're even at 2-2. Two and two. Again, two outs on the board here. Top of the sixth inning, seven runs played it already. It's a 15-3 advantage for... The Trailblazers. 2-2 delivery. That one bounces across home plate. 
It's an hour full at three and two. Nowhere to put Martin. As bases are loaded, payoff pitch. That one in there called strike three. And the backwards K is recorded. And the inning comes to a close. Well, there were seven runs scored as that extends the lead. 15-3 for Father Tolton. As we'll take a quick break and be back and get into the bottom of the sixth inning. As you're listening to exclusive coverage of Father Tolton Trailblazers softball from Class 3 District 4 semifinals action here on the Show Me Sports Network. At Centurion Cares, for more than three decades, their focus has been on exceeding customer expectations for contact center software solutions. Their innovative communication solutions include utility interactive voice response software that allows for smart communication features that let your utility deliver superior customer service 24-7. They also provide other streamlined services like automatic call distribution, automated customer callback, reporting, and quality assurance. To find out more about how Centurion Cares can help your business, call them at 727-421. 5300 or look them up online at centurioncares.com centurion cares innovative communication solutions last sentinel firearms is your federally licensed and registered type 7 ffl manufacturer dealer in missouri providing quality products to all types of sports enthusiasts law enforcement and individuals across the nation orders are currently being fulfilled offering custom-built pistols and rifles from the ar platform made right here in missouri visit their website at lastsentinelfirearms.com or call them at 417-684-7202 to find out what they've got for you last sentinel firearms you are your last line of defense. Well, we go to the uh, bottom of the sixth inning. Again, a 15-3 score for the Trailblazers over Macon. As it'll be batters 9-1 and 2-2 up. We'll start with second baseman and Danny, Mc, and Danny McVickers. Well, she steps in here. Gwen still in the circle for the Trailblazers. As first pitch, that one upstairs, ball one. So McVickers will be ahead in the count. And 1-0. and Next pitch, that one in there for called strike one. Our count evens at one and one. This ball game busted open here in the top of the sixth inning with a seven-run inning. That one's going to be popped up high in the air. It's going to be foul. Cannot come over and make the grab. So that'll take the count to one ball and two strikes. And 15-3, Trailblazers lead. Winner goes on to play Centralia on Saturday in the championship game for Class 3 District 4. 1-2 delivery. That one gets down in the dirt. So that'll even the count. Two balls, two strikes. So McVicker steps back in. 2-2 delivery. 
That one's going to be a ball. That's going to be fair. Ripped down the left field line as it was on the foul line. She'll be standing at second base with a leadoff double. I had to see how they would rule that as it was awful close. They rule it a fair ball. So leadoff double. Stepping in here, left fielder Amaya Brown. So she steps in. Nobody out, one on. First pitch, she'll foul that back. She'll be down to the count at 0-1-1. You pull third base in, just a hair. So got a one on, nobody out here as we play in the bottom of the sixth inning. Next offering to Brown. That'll be at her feet. She'll have to jump out of the way of it as McVicker will go down to third on the wild pitch. Not evens account, one ball and one strike. Again, 12 run lead for the Trailblazers here. Delivery, she'll show a bunch. She'll lay it down on the third baseline. They'll glove throw to first. And they will not get the out there. So legging it out is Brown. So she gets an infield hit. This is Peyton Weimer stepping in now. So he runners at the corner. Nobody out here. She steps in. Does Weimer. First pitch to her, and they're called strike one. So Weimer steps out, takes a couple practice cuts, and now she steps back in. All one delivery from Gwynn. There's going to be a ball hit high in the air. It is going to go foul, and it will... Land just shy of the fence, but well in foul territory. Weimer hooks that one. Well high hit ball. That'll make the count no balls and two strikes. So Weimer steps back in. 0-2 delivery. That one's going to be low and away. So I'll take it, one ball and two strikes. And we play here in the bottom of the sixth inning. One, two delivery, that one upstairs. Now we're even at two and two. Ball game just a little over two hours old. It's a 2-2 count. Nobody out. Runners on the corners. Next delivery. That one upstairs. Now we're full. Three balls and two strikes. Been looking for first out of the inning here in the bottom of the sixth inning. Payoff pitch. Now one down central called strike three. That's the way to do it. So now this will be Brooklyn Anderson. 
She's had a single and scored a run, another single, and had a triple and then scored a run for a second time. So the senior steps in here, one out, runners on the corners. First pitch, going to see that one as ball one. The runner will go to second base. They'll let Brown take second. Our runners at second and third again. One out here in the bottom of the sixth inning. Anderson ahead in the count. 1-0. Gwynn's next offering. That one is in there for called strike one. It does pop out of the glove of the Ox, but not far enough for McVicker to think about coming home. So one ball and one strike to count. One one delivery. That one in there called strike two. Here that gets the Trailblazers crowd riled up. And one ball, two strike count. One out. Two runners on at second and third. Next delivery. There's going to be a slow roller hit to third. No glove. Throw to first. And a throw is low. The run will score. As runner still on the corners now. Tough throw. So Anderson will be standing at first base. Also be right fielder in Evan Howell. The Brown. We'll go to second, or from second to third, rather. As McVicker comes in to score. We're going to have pitching change here. I'm not going to have a pitching change. Sound like I know what I'm talking about as Glenn will still stay out there. It's now a 15-4 ball game. First delivery, and that one's going to be fouled back. As Howell will be down in the count at 0-1. Again, just one out on the board. Runners on the corners. It's Brown standing at third base. Anderson at first. So no balls, one strike. Again, one out. Next pitch. That one's going to be a bouncing ball back to Gwynn. She'll look to third throw. To first, they will not throw home, so the run scores. But it does get two outs on the board. So this will be Reese Barnett stepping in. So Brown does come home from third base. Two outs on the board now. It's now back to a cut to a 10-run lead at 15-5. That pitch outside, ball one. 
Anderson does go to second base. So Anderson standing at second, two outs. Barnett ahead in the count at 1-0. Next delivery. That one swung on a miss. Got her to chase one outside of the zone. And a little high, a little outside. It's all leaving the count at one ball and one strike. One-one delivery. That one swung on. Might have foul. Tipped it. Either way, that'll be strike number two. Squin looking to get out of the sixth inning here. Giving up just a couple of runs. Her team does lead by 10 at 15-5. Next delivery. That one swung on and missed. And the inning is over as a couple of runs put up. However, that does make it. The uh, 10 runs as in the inning. Two runs. There were... Three hits, one air, left one on the base path as 10-run cushion will let us run rule the game as that will, let me finish my scorebook here, that will take us to a final score as the uh, Father Tolton Trailblazers win by a final of 15-5. to five. As we know what Saturday will look like, As they get the 10-run win, so Saturday we'll see Centralia, the number five seed, playing the number three seed in Father Tolton. So we will have the call of that game as pregame will start about 10.50 with first pitch coming at 11 o'clock here from Centralia as we'll have a call of that game. As that's going to do it for our broadcast here as the uh, Trailblazers get the 15-5 victory over the Macon Tigerettes. As uh, that'll do it for our broadcast the Show Me Sports Network. I'm Blake Gasway. Until we talk to you on, on uh, Saturday for our next softball broadcast, we'll actually be on the air tomorrow with Southern Moon County Eagles football as they travel to Osage Beach to take on the Indians. We'll have that pregame on the air at 6.30 with kickoff coming at 7 o'clock. But for our next softball action, it'll be the championship game here for Class 3, District 4 softball, as it'll be Centralia taking on Father Tolton. We'll have the call of that game again, pregame starting at 10.50 with first pitch coming at 11 o'clock. Until we talk to you then, so long, and have a great rest of your evening. You've been listening to the biggest and absolute best coverage in mid-Missouri on the exclusive home for area high school softball, the Show Me Sports Network. The Show Me Sports Network broadcast crew are the ones that know your team the best. Exclusive coverage of area high school softball has been brought to you by Avon with Michelle Carty, Boone County Journal, Centurion Cares, Eddie Goodell Society, Han Custom Laser Engraving, LLC, Last Sentinel Firearms, Retrieving Freedom, Sawdust Studios, and Zealous WBGT. We hope you've enjoyed the broadcast. Join us anytime on the web at showmesportsnetwork.com or find us on Facebook by searching the Show Me Sports Network. 
the Show Me Sports Network, your exclusive home for area high school softball. Serving fans throughout the Midwest and even more around the world, this is the Show Me Sports Network. The preceding was an exclusive broadcast property presentation of the Show Me Sports Network and was a high-fidelity all-digital broadcast. This broadcast is copyright by the Show Me Sports Network for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast without the Show Me Sports Network's written consent is prohibited.